What's up, beloved? So tonight's Bible study is going to be Ecclesiastes chapter two. Now, before I get into this thing, I need you to know that I read it earlier today and that's why I'm sharing it with you because it was hilarious to me. Every single time I read Ecclesiastes, because I have a a sick sense of humor, I just find it so funny. You know, I mean, it's depressing, it's funny, but it's real. (laughs) Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, I've got an awkward sense of humor. Okay, but before we slay, you know we got to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for bringing us together on tonight's podcast. Speak truth to the hearer. Feed them with meats of revelation and insight. Impart your wisdom on the inward parts. Lord, we love you and we thank you for ministering unto us by way of this word. Let it come to life. Let it illuminate the darkness. We know that we are blemished, imperfect beings. So we ask for the forgiveness of sins. Come into our hearts and do a new work. We want to be your perpetual masterpiece. Stretch our faith. Help us to believe and help us to receive. As I plant this seed, I just ask that you continue to water it. Bring mentors into our lives. Allow spiritual guides to cross our paths and continue nourishing us so that we would mature in Christ. Let there be none of me and all of you, Lord. Speak now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right, believers, let's get into it. So I'm going to be in the book of Ecclesiastes Chapter two, this is going to be NIV just for you. And like I said, I have a sick sense of humor. So every time I read this, I just laugh hysterically (laughs) because I resonate with the author. And by the way, nobody actually knows who wrote the book of Ecclesiastes. Some have speculated that it was King Solomon, but as you dive into it, it does not seem as though it came from a king. All right, so we don't know who wrote it, but all I know is it resonates. (laughs) It resonates because the truth will set you free, but it's also sad simultaneously, okay? So let's get into it. It's entitled, (laughs) Pleasures Are Meaningless. 
I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. Pleasures are meaningless. I said to myself, come now. I will test you with pleasure to find out what is good. But that also proved to be meaningless. Laughter, I said, is madness. And what does pleasure accomplish? I tried cheering myself with wine and embracing folly, my mind still guiding me with wisdom. I wanted to see what was good for people to do under the heavens during the few days of their lives. I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs to water groves of flourishing trees. I bought male and female slaves and had other slaves who were born in my house. I also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself and the treasure of kings and provinces. I acquired male and female singers and a harem as well, the delights of a man's heart. I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem before me. In all this, my wisdom stayed with me. I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my labor. And this was the reward for all my toil. Yet, when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. Then I turned my thoughts to consider wisdom and also madness and folly. What more can the king's successor do than what has already been done? I saw that wisdom is better than folly, just as light is better than darkness. The wise have eyes in their heads while the fool walks in the darkness. But I came to realize that the same fate overtakes them both. Then I said to myself, the fate of the fool will overtake me also. What then do I gain by being wise? I said to myself, this too is meaningless. For the wise, like the fool, will not be long remembered. The days have already come when both have been forgotten. Like the fool, the wise too must die. So I hated life because the work that is done under the sun was grievous to me. All of it is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. I hated all the things I had toiled for under the sun because I must leave them to the one who comes after me. And who knows whether that person will be wise or foolish. Yet they will have control over all the fruit of my toil into which I have poured my effort and skill under the sun. This too is meaningless. So my heart began to despair over all my toilsome labor under the sun, for a person may labor with wisdom, knowledge, and skill, and then they must leave all they own to another who has not toiled for it. This 
too is meaningless and a great misfortune. What do people get for all the toil and anxious striving with which they labor under the sun? All their days, their work is grief and pain. Even at night, their minds do not rest. This too is meaningless. A person can do nothing better than to eat and drink and find satisfaction in their own toil. This too, I see, is from the hand of God, for without him, who can eat or find enjoyment? To the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. But to the sinner, he gives the task of gathering and storing up wealth to hand it over to the one who pleases God. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. (laughs) Why is that funny to me? (laughs) Because this guy, he's like, yo, he has lived his best life. He has built things. He has bought things. He has had slaves, manservants, women servants, singers, harems. You know, he probably had like just money hanging out of the wazoo, right? He could do anything. He could buy anything. He built parks, houses. I mean, the guy did everything. And what he saw, (laughs) what he came to conclude was this. It's all meaningless. Why is it meaningless? Because Everyone's going to die. We will all die. It doesn't matter if you're good, you're bad, you're mediocre. Guess what? You have the same fate. We have the <laughs> And listen, I'm not, I'm not saying that if you are a bad person that you're going to go to heaven. But what he's talking about here is just the um, the human side of it, you know, When it comes to working in the flesh and toiling and laboring and all of these things that we do with our own energy and exertions and, you know, our ambitions and aspirations and all these things that we build up to be just, you know, monumental things, at the end of the day, (laughs) it's all meaningless. It's all going to go to someone else at some point. Because, you know, we're going to die or we're going to move on or it's going to end up in the bottom of our closet at Goodwill or you know what I'm saying? Like even the phone that you have right now, you probably have some thousand dollar phone right now, some smartphone, even that it's going to end up in someone else's hands. There's going to be pieces that are going to be stripped from it. And it might be refurbished to, I don't know, be put in a microwave or something. Like everything that we have, everything that we work so freaking hard for, man. (laughs) It's meaningless. Like even, think about this. How many times did you like accomplish some goal? It was like your your great aspiration, you know, um, this grandiose thing that, that you wanted to acquire or to do. And then you did it. And then guess what? In that moment, it was done. (laughs) Sure, you might have celebrated it for a few weeks, you know, but a year goes by and you've forgotten about that entire scenario. (laughs) 
you know, just like a new toy. You get a new toy when you're a kid, you play with it for five minutes, for a week, for a month, and the next thing you know, it's just sitting in the garage collecting dust. You know, somebody else gets it, you give it to the neighbor, it, you, you outgrow it, it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> so that's why I just love, like, reading this because it reminds me that life is really not that serious. But here's what I do I do want to impart. I do want to emphasize and highlight about this text. When he gets towards the end, this is something that's very, very important. Okay. He's talking about how all of our labor, the reason why we have to find something that resonates with us is because it gives our life purpose, right? It's important that you love what you do. Because everything that we do, man, it's coming to pass. It's going to go. It's going to come and it's going to go. You know, time is so precious. So when he's talking about your labor, you know, like the thing that we really need to be focused on is loving what we do. Like that's God's gift to us. All of your labor under the sun. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be irrelevant at some point. I hate to say that, but it's going to be irrelevant. You know, like, like for me, I remember doing all of this freaking clerical work and, um, you know, spreadsheets. I used to do customer service. I was doing um, accounts receivable, accounts payable. You know, I was doing all these, these different things. And for me, that was huge because I had all these responsibilities, right? I wanted to make sure that I did everything meticulously, that the reports went out right and all this good stuff. But guess what? None of that matters now. None of it. The week that I did it, (laughs) it was important. Now it doesn't matter. None of it matters. But what does matter is that the time that you have here and the things that you apply yourself to, that you find enjoyment in those things. Our lives are like 70% labor, man, toil. So if you want to live an abounding life, find something that feeds you. Find those things that don't just pay in money, in the greenback, in the quan, you know? Find those things that reciprocate to your energy, to the fulfillment of your joy, your happiness, your purpose. Like when you lay down at night, I want you to be satisfied with the work of your hands. I want you to be like, you know what? That was awesome. It felt good to me. 
You know, your work should ignite you. It should energize you. Yes, you're still going to be tired, boo-boo. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Even after speaking so long, I get tired. I get burnt out. But I love it. I love empowering people. It makes me feel good. Like you have to, to find those things that are going to sow seeds of joy and fulfillment into your life. Don't just be out here toiling just so you can, you know, pay a bill. Like it needs to be more than that for you because you are a spiritual being as well, man. The reason why so many people are successful is because they found their passion and their passion sustains them in seasons of exhaustion, depression, you know, um, trials, tribulation, because they, they were in that thing, because they loved their work. They never gave it up. It replenished their spirit. It was something that they would always go back to and gravitate towards because they enjoyed the work of their hands, their labor of love. Okay, so yeah, it's all going to be meaningless. (laughs) At the end of the day, nobody's going to remember that awesome freaking video that I did yesterday on YouTube. But guess what? (laughs) Yesterday when I did it, I felt amazing about it. It fed, it nourished a few people, it inspired them. And that's all I can ask for. We're only here for a moment in time, right? So you might as well enjoy that moment and you might as well enjoy the things that build the things that fulfill your dreams. Now with that said, stay spirit-led. I love you guys so very much. Keep sharing the podcast. We are absolutely growing and glowing. By the way, if you're not following me on Instagram, get on the gram. Okay, follow I am Belfit. <laughs> also, YouTube Black Sheep Bell Leavers. You're gonna see me on there too. Try to show me some love on there, guys. I'm really trying to to just build our platforms because we're doing really, really good. When it comes to the podcast side, but I got some work to do in these other areas. So can you help me, boo-boo? Come on, come on with it, okay? Follow me on the gram. Follow me on YouTube. On YouTube, it's Black Sheep Believers. On the gram, once again, it's I Am Bell Fit. Just look me up. I'm legit, okay? <laughs> I will talk to you soon. May God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. Talk to you soon. Ciao.